Hey homies, it's Lauren Page. Welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Queens podcast. The topic or idea around this episode has been coming up a lot recently. It's been eye-opening in my life and I think it's because we're at this place where there's a lot of arguing and tensions are heightened but I think there's it's also important to understand that this topic is not just for 2020 but or with strangers or people on the internet but with family and friends and so it's a topic is around compassion and but more so in the context of disagreements or and just wanting to approach those around you through a different lens and so I hope you're ready to come along I'm really excited about this um, episode and it was kind of like I I had so many ideas and so many things I wanted to include so I hope you enjoy but in my last episode I mentioned a sermon by Pastor Robert Madu and he said in that sermon that compassion equals care and passion and I thought that was just like a beautiful way and just like care for people I felt like he was saying care for people and also having passion for people and passion that for God and what he stands for. So, um, but before I get started with this episode, I appreciate if you would click subscribe or follow on Spotify so that you know when new episodes are out and also leave a review so that others can be encouraged to listen. So if you saw on my Instagram which is at Uncommon Queens, then you'll have seen me do a video on my devotional and just talking about a specific topic, which I know I talk about my devotional a lot, but guys, like, it's just be, it's just blowing my mind. It just blows my mind constantly, and it's just one of my favorites, so I'll warn you that I'm, what I'm discussing does, did come out of my devotional, and I will read some paragraphs, but it's a different topic, so... And I had this idea before I had the devotional IGTV series idea. So if you want to know what I'm talking about, go to my Instagram at Uncommon Queens. And my recent post right now at least is an IGTV. And it was kind of funny because I went rambled and went on. And I was just, I don't know what was happening that day (laughs) but anyways just to move on with that this episode and um I'm gonna read be reading different verses but the one that was highlighted in this particular day of my devotional was Isaiah 58 11 and it said the Lord will guide you continually giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength you will be a you'll be like a well-watered garden, like an overflowing spring. And so that was the key verse, and it was basically called spring, I think it was called spring of life. So I'm going to read you a couple of um, paragraphs or sentences from, from it. And so how do you water others' lives and bear fruit? By choosing not to do what most people do. Take their encounters with others at face value. Natural eyes see the outward demeanor of the people around them, and they react to what they see. We, however, are called to see past the surface and be sensitive. 
deep inside, everyone is insecure, everyone is carrying disappointments, and everyone is trying their best to make life work. Some are still bearing the open wounds of an abusive childhood or the rejection of a loved one from long ago. Y'all. Whoa. I think the one thing that I I really was, loved was some are still bearing the open wounds. That part, like some are still bearing the open wounds, that just struck me in right away. And so for me, I think it's important because people seem, we get so caught up in this day and age of people who seem like they're put together or people who, I think also like for me that comes to mind is like, the way men in culture or society are taught or act is that they're supposed to like not act like anything's wrong, supposed to be manly and blah, blah, blah. And that even them can speak and act from a place of insecurity or from open wounds. And many times when they seem all powerful and confident, some of, if you really look and listen, some of the themes or habits come from a place of insecurity or open wounds and so I think the at the core it's like no one is really exempt from having insecurities or you know everyone is carrying disappointments and trying to make the best of it no matter if it seems like they are or they aren't they're doing if you think they're doing a good job or aren't they're just trying to live life at the at the height of what they can or like the best that they can I think it just puts in perspective that when you understand that everyone is a child of God, no matter who they are, no matter if they acknowledge God, no matter what they know who God is, like everyone is and everyone is loved by him and we aren't called to react, but to be proactive and react in a way that, but what I mean by react is react as like lashing out and meeting them at their level and blah 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 and but we are called to react in a way that is in alignment with our character deep down inside and more importantly God's character because our flesh is weak as we know and I am in no way good at this like I'm just recently like receiving and learning and processing what this means for my own life and being proactive means knowing who you are in Christ and renewing your mind and surrendering your attitude and your desires and knowing that you don't have to act on your desires or your attitude or your mood no matter what like yes you may like we're human at the end of the day we will mess up but if we come from a place of like trying to surrender and trying to see people past their facade or the mask or their anger or hurt, then that that just opens up a whole new way of life. I'm aware that this can sound very like weak or giving pe- permission for people to walk all over you, but honestly, as I'm learning, is that it can actually conserve your and protect your energy and protect your heart. And you can spend less time being bitter and spend less time, like I do, like replaying the argument or what someone said over in your mind over and over again. And it can leave you with not having to deal with so much unforgiveness that it, that it 
intercedes or gets in the way of what God wants to do in your life. And I think that that's the best thing because yes, we can kind of feel like we won an argument or we felt like we, you know, set them straight. But at the end of the day, that at least for me personally, there's a weight that is carried with that. And I, and it comes up, like it can kind of follow you. Like, and so I think that this is a way to like allow yourself to be free and not rely on other people for your happiness or for your value. And just to note, there are some exceptions and caveats and this might not relate to certain situations or circumstances, but to note that this is not addressing relationships that are verbally, like physically or mentally abusive. And that is like a different case that you need to tell someone and get the tools that you need. But I believe that you can still walk in freedom and just tell someone and just confide in someone um, no matter what you're going through. So um, the next um, part that I'm going to read are some are just going through a really hard time. Our job is to be like Jesus. So soften those who are hardened to love the difficult to love, to show compassion to those who hurt, even when none of those things are on the surface. And I love that because it just, again, like you, they may not outright tell you these things. They may not outright tell you that, yeah, their father did this, this, and this to them, or they had this experience. But even, I love like to love the difficult to love because even I've heard stories of like, even when someone seems difficult to love, but that person kept showing up and not giving in to what the person that was angry or had a hardened heart was difficult, they kept not doing what they were used to, that their hearts, are, they opened up and they um, became friends or became like family. And so I think that's the best part is just like the stories and just having another level of connection with human beings or your family or your friends. And I think that's the most beautiful part about it. So much of what I'm talking about has come up in books or sermons or just things I've seen and heard people talk about. Um, And when I was like writing this point, I just thought about how I'm reading Suffer Strong by Catherine and Jay Wolfe. It is a great book about, you know, suffering and just goes through like how, why we suffer and why God lets us suffer. And it's, it's really has so many insights and little nuggets of wisdom. But one of the things that really stood out to me in relation to this topic of compassion and hardened hearts is like, they said that soft hearts, tough skin. And this really spoke to me because I'm very especially this year I've been very intrigued by the idea of strength and weakness and and you know being sensitive or crying or being too emotional and blah 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 and what that means truly for me and for others and and I like but I like how specifically Jay was talking about like if you have a hardened heart it will block like physically like actually in your body like if your heart is like blocked you'll have blockage it will block it from the most daily functions and 
he said, if unattended, it will eventually stop working altogether. And I just really was hit with that because it's like, if you have a hardened heart, you're, you won't be able to live the life that you want to live. You won't be able to love the way you want to love or just show compassion the way you want to and the way God intended you to. And so that really spoke to me of like, yeah, we may leave our hearts vulnerable and open, but also we can still have tough skin to protect that heart. And that was like a different way than just like, oh, you need to have thick skin and like, that's it. But it's just another way of like having more of a kingdom mentality and having more of a mentality that is different and really is something that God calls us to on a different and deeper level. I think it's also an important to note if it's with someone you've known a while or you think or you want to change them or you think you can change them. Um, it's also what I've learned in that book as well as just going through and unpacking my own life. It's like you shouldn't expect, you should do this not expecting anything from them except maybe your inner peace. But you should expect, you shouldn't expect anything from them. But who you and what you can expect change from is is expectations in God and from God because he is truly trustworthy. He is someone who is so perfect and never changes, has true, is is love and knows true love and um I think that's important is like not putting all of your expectations into someone or the world but putting your full expectations in God and that he can work and move in your life and in your heart and in your mind so another the last part that I wanted to read in this devotional is you have been refreshed with living waters pour them out you have been given nourishment. Be fruitful by nourishing others. And like I said, that's from Isaiah 58. But it also reminded me of Galatians 2.20, which chapter 2, verse 20, which really I always forget about, but every t- I have it underlined in my Bible. And every time I read it, I am like, and last year, this verse was actually one that I wanted to memorize but I haven't fully memorized it, so I'm going to be reading it. But it said, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting the Son of Man who loved me and gave himself to me. And guys, if that is not beautiful, then what is? So I'll read it again. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of Man who loved me and gave himself to me. And that reminds me, I just got this vision of when I um, got baptized. It's like, I think I said on stage, like the old Lauren has died, you know, on the cross with Jesus and I'm new. And I think for, I think I really am uncovering that and diving deep if I truly believe that this year, I think. And that's one of the reasons why the, 
one of the gifts the 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 gifts of this year is just really diving into the fact that my old self has been crucified with Christ like I don't have to walk in the same or react the same or lash out the same or have the same attitude or think that I can only have a certain mood and have a certain personality or temperament but like that has died with Christ like it is not no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and I can take up his attitude and Christ's love and yes it won't be as perfect as his but I can try and he will honor that and so just remembering at the end of the day like God has the final word in that relationship and in that life and we can only just get our example from him and try to do the best we can and like I think in arguments like we can go God knows every detail of our lives and so our identity has to be rooted in him and just like refreshed like surrendering renewing our minds so that we can do that and pour into others and not live from a label that other people put on us but from God and there's something greater than an argument that wants to ultimately cause division, especially in family. I know that it's in scripture somewhere and I'm terrible that I can't um, think of particularly where, but I know it's in scripture that the enemy really wants to um, destroy specifically family relationships and he really wants to come in and divide he wants to come and divide everyone and you know everything we've seen that in 2020 but um and in history in general but he really loves dividing the family relationship and the family dynamic and so I think it's like taking a step back and being like whoa like this is not productive in our relationship this this can be dealt with not this way or with yelling at each other but this is actually something that actually wants to cause division in in our relationship and doesn't necessarily have a place and so I think that's important to know like take a step back kind of have a clear mind about it and realize that like maybe that conversation or it's not really that important and it can be dealt with and more of a calm and simple way because I think at the end of the day sometimes you can be like yelling at someone or mad upset and then like really you're just kind of like the next day or like hours later you're like why were we yelling at each other again like what was the point of that at the end of the day and so I think that it's important to note that we can bring things to God and things that people say or whatever to him and let him examine it and let him examine you know ask him and let him examine if there's anything in our hearts that are not of him and that are dividing us so that we need to personally like we can surrender that unforgiveness or that bitterness or that or that anger that rage so I wanted to get into some tips to kind of round out all the things that was that were said today and just like tips that I've heard people say and that 
um, I think would be beneficial to kind of add to this episode. And the first one that I thought of is like not everything that that someone says to you is gospel truth or even even is truth. And they are saying it out of their own experience and their observations. Because even if they are family, they don't truly know every detail or every thought or every experience that you've had. Because no one knows you so intimately the way God knows you and knows your thoughts so intimately the way God knows you. And so you can, my therapist said, like, you can you get to decide what you take from the argument or what they or what they have to say like you don't have to let them what they said dictate and you internalize that and be like this is my identity this is my truth but you get to take what from that you want to learn or what you want to implement or what you want to do to grow or you know how you to help you in that certain relationship but not everything that they said has to be truth even if they are family or close to you and so that was something that I know is kind of straightforward but to actually implement that into your daily life I think for me that just is kind of a people pleaser or just kind of can kind of get insecure wrapped up with what people say about me or to me and that has been something that has been a long time coming you know and been building up and layers upon layers of that has been rooted in my life and just knowing that like oh no I can choose to take that to God I can choose what is truth and what is like oh that's tough to hear but yeah that actually is true but I don't have to take internalize their tone or internalize their attitude be like yeah that is actually true but like I know my identity in God and that my desires and my heart is coming from a pure place so I don't have to internalize like their aggression and so because not everything anyone says even in the way it's spoken is like necessarily needs to be taken as like not true it can be true as we probably as you probably know but we don't have to internalize the um I guess the negative negative negativity or the negative parts of it if that makes sense I also heard this on um Kenzie's Elizabeth Kenzie Elizabeth's platform that's hard to say the living room which is her um kind of her patreon and her patreon community and she said that a mentor told her to pray for people you are having an argument or you're having like a difficult patch in your relationship and having trouble, I guess, communicating. And it says like, and that reminded me of like most times like you can't do the work to heal the relationship or you can't, you can't change someone, but God can do the transform- transformational work that needs to be done in their hearts and in their minds and I just think that's like oh like yeah of course like I have the power and um to do that and we all have the power to do that of just like praying even if it's uncomfortable we can still pray and it doesn't have to be a long prayer but it just can come from a place of like I want this to not get in the way of our relationship and yeah, because it's a two-way street because you need to pray on 
God wants to work on your heart and that person's heart because it's it's a relationship, you know. You have to step up to the plate as well and just be and allow God to um, speak to your heart. And also, you can get bogged down. You can get bogged down by the lies of what others think of you, but it's important to listen to and to go back to what God thinks of you. And that's why it's important to pray, but also to listen and read and read the Bible and what God says about you and just read the, as I mentioned before, the gospels in a new light and in a new perspective. And I mentioned that on Instagram stories of just really peeling back the layers. And I think Psalms is a great one and Proverbs and, um, also Hebrews. There's so many that are so good to like really see what God thinks about you and just the way that he calls you to be in a relationship with him. And I think that there's tons and tons. I think people kind of get to a place of like, oh, the Bible's so hard to read. And yes, there's some moments where like I don't get everything. And I think that's why it helps sometimes to have a study Bible because, um, they just have little passages and things to like kind of explain to you. But also I think there's tons of versions and you can get the version Bible app and they have tons of translations and, um, versions of the Bible that may help you and a different, at different times in your life or in different passages. So I just think there's so many ways to receive the word now, even when it just means looking and reading the Bible, because I I think it was Pastor Mike. It says it's like the only book that it can, you can read it and it will read you. And like, there's books, of course, that you're like, oh, that was good. But like the Bible really, like it's a living word. It can get into your heart and you're like, and sometimes when I read the Bible, no, a lot of the time recently, especially like, I'm just like, wow, that is legit poetry and beautiful words and you know that's I mean call me a nerd call me whatever you want but it's just I just think parts of the bible guys if you really get into it and really let it settle in your heart it will you will see things that you about the world and about yourself and about your relationships that you thought wasn't even possible because at the end of the day the only person that can really fulfill you is God and that's hard to receive. I think especially as women because we look to relationships or guys or our jobs or whatever to fulfill us but God knows what you need and not what you want. Like he will fulfill you in ways that you need not what you want because we kind of deceive ourselves sometimes about what we actually truly need and not just have a desire for so this episode i do have a song for you guys and i'm so excited about it i got giddy i already knew the song but when i was like really looking at the lyrics and the words i was shook i was like she really just said that i it was on repeat i've been playing it on repeat it's um called familiar by madison ryan ward (laughs) 
Um, and so I just, her voice is just on another level. It's just warm and soulful. And, um, I really have my friend Destiny to thank for exposing me to, um, her and her music and her heart and, um, just the words of the song, like, I have to stop in between to give you my notes of what I really think. There were, the whole song and the whole song lyrics, I'm basically telling you the whole song because the whole song, it just, like, every word is so just mind-blowing. Anywho, so the lyrics that I wanted to highlight, which is basically all of them, is, I'd been through some things, ups and downs some days, but I'll call your name, this, wa- this life I walk in faith, darkness not a slave. Jesus has my gaze, but I've been feeling prayed out, trying to find a way out. God, I need your help now. Come show me. Guys, the, one, the lyric that I wanted to point out in this specific like stanza is, Darkness not a slave, Jesus has my gaze. Darkness not a slave, Jesus has my gaze. So when I heard this, I was like, it reminded me of a poem that I wrote my senior year of college, but um, just like darkness, not a slave. I just felt like you don't have to be a slave to darkness or um, depression. And that's kind of what came to mind, but that you can also be honest to God and that he prefers you to be real with him. And, and when you do that, he, you can unlock more of him and more of yourself and he like has so many things to offer your your mind and your heart and um just I loved how she was like I'm she's just being honest like I've been feeling prayed out I'm trying to find a way out I need your help like come show me and God honors that I think I've said that time and time again like I think that's it's because that broke me from from to pray more, I guess, and to show up and talk to God with like actually talking to him. Like I talk to someone I know because he wants to know me and then I get to know him and his love. So moving on to another um, part of the song um, is I've been trying to run away, feel like going MIA, feel like sitting up in God's bedroom, making music. I don't talk to them. Remember when I used to puff, now I'm chilling with the most high. Yeah, I can't even get enough. Deeper feelings that he provide for me. And <laughs> that's uh, just, you know, remember I used to, she's honest, you know, remember I used to puff, now I'm chilling with the most high. I love, I kind of love that lyrics so much because it's just like when the Holy Spirit speaks to you and when God speaks to you, you can feel like you are on fire. That's when people say you're on fire for God. Like you can feel like you are just on another level and it's so intimate and it's like, whoa, like it's the, this, the type of thing. It can feel so like weird and euphoric almost, but in the best, most fulfilling and sustaining way. And just like how God is better than, I'm sorry to say it. I, any drug or any material, like, actually, no, I'm proud to say that God is better than any drug or material item that this world can provide, and that his connection is available to us, and we don't have to numb out anything to be with him, 
and it's just so much more full of a life and I'm not like condemning anyone or you know that's or judging anyone that's not my job you know that's not what I (laughs) was like called to do that's not what he calls me to do but I'm just saying like from my experience like with God I've been just like when I'm really on fire I'm like whoa taken to a different level of faith and of experience so going back to the song can't keep going back to what I used to know Lord please hold my hand as I go down this road can't keep going and it just kind of this this lyric like kind of solidified to me why I wanted to include this song because it's like I can't keep going back to for me in this in this um episode it's like I can't keep going back to like the way I used to show up in relationships I can't keep going back to how I used to react or the habits that I used to have like I'm like Lord she said Lord please hold my hands like guide me like Lord guide me because I like I can't keep going and so the last set of lyrics that I will say is ooh. These are my favorite. These no, these are really my favorites. So now listen, daughter, pay attention, pray and listen, hear your father. These lies they told are so familiar. They will haunt you, they will kill you, keep you hostage, king will heal you, keep you bonded, king fulfillia. I promise your God sent. Bow in reverence before him, adore him, he will give you everything. Come and take your wedding ring guys okay I'm gonna say the first couple parts again now listen daughter pay attention pray and listen hear your father these lies they told are so familiar they will haunt you they will kill you keep you hostage king will heal you keep you bonded king fulfillia I promise your god sent and then she goes on but I just I don't know why I just love when she says these lies are told they told are so familiar because it's like I don't know I think it's in my life like things have repeat and come up to like literally haunt me haunt my thoughts and you think that they will kill you and keep you hostage but she's like God will heal you um and God will fulfill you like I've said and just I love how you said you're God sent and like just you know the fulfillment and like the love that you can receive and the um just how important it is to like you can adore him and like I love she's like he will give you everything like he will give you that healing like he will give you that attention and um he will give you that clarity and that guidance that you need so that was the song it's called familiar and I will also link it in the details of this episode. And um, my shout out for today's episode is Tim Ross. And I loved his sermon that he um, did recently at Transformation Church. But he is a pastor in Texas, I believe. And his Instagram, I'll have in the details, but it's Upset the Gram. And he has this way of being positive and uplifting but direct like you know what he's saying he's so funny um you won't have to like guess what he's trying to say he will just like tell you and 
the one thing that really stood out to me in that sermon is that he said most people that are mean have an origin story for that meanness and I was just like yes because I've seen that show up in different areas of my life and it's not you know it's not rational like it is rational but it's not justifying it it's that when you realize that that there's a root why they respond that way and why they're hurtful it just brings so much perspective and that like he just always talks about like praying for your enemies and praying for people because we are called to that in scripture in Matthew that we should pray for our enemies and he just told a story in that sermon that was just like when he really was obedient to God and obedient to um, honoring that person that was mean to him, how it unlocked another level and that, you know, kind of stripped her back of what she thought, like what she was before. And so I just thought that was amazing. So definitely check Tim Ross out. He will have you laughing. Check out his sermons. You can just probably type in Tim Ross on YouTube and tons of things will come up. But I will definitely link his Instagram. And um, yeah, I hope that this episode, I know it was much longer than my other usual episodes and my last one especially, but I just had so many things to say and I think it needed to be unpacked in a way. And so I hope that you see this play out and just really like pay attention like I just kind of challenge you to like pay attention to your family members or think about arguments that you've had or your friends had or just people around you and just like really think about those situations and also what you know about them and their life and their history and their upbringing and different um, struggles that they've had and really see like put it together because at the end of the day I don't really think that's hard for a lot of us but also pick those points where it's like yeah I remember that little offhanded thing that they told me about and how that clicks to how they communicate with you and how they respond to you and and see those little details that have a major impact and actually add up to a big picture So I hope this is practical for today, tonight, and tomorrow. Talk to you soon.